Alright, hello everybody. Bat, welcome back to Thursday Nights here on Garblay Games. We are continuing the Actun Cthulhu Shadows of Atlantis campaign. We are in the home stretch. We're starting Greenland tonight, which is the very last chapter in this adventure. Uh, we are down in Aaron, unfortunately, but we are gonna soldier on and we're gonna we're gonna get closer to seeing the conclusion of this campaign. But uh, before we do that, let's go ahead and do the roundtable. We'll do the character introductions, starting with Jeff. Uh, oh my! I always I, but, uh, I can't believe how often that, I'm forgetting let's... his voice now. I'm, I'm big fun in my. I am Pavel Pavel Voracek and Gregor, my good friend Gregor, who, as you know, is a marmot and first in his class, very intelligent. Uh, but I'm here to talk about me right now, and that uh, I am a druid, sort of, wandering here and there, spiritual leader, dabble in the dreamlands, as I like to hop into people's minds and look around a bit here and there. I haven't done that recently, but, you know, it's fine. And, uh, and yeah, that's up from Carpathian Mountains and everything. And then Pavel, just, what is what is there to say about Gregor, you know? He's just... He's just he's just a good good marmot, you know? He's the best. Best friend a guy could ever have. It's true. Best drinking yes. partner. Smoking partner. Smoking partner. Yeah. All of the above. Good to play catch with him when you have decapitated head. Mm -hmm. Like he does pretty much everything. Plus he he, he plays Rochambeau and then he like, you know, picks locks and stuff. He's very Rochambeau. I love it. We haven't seen that yet. <laughs> <laughs> but we will before the end. Uh, Megan, tell us about Ruby. Um, Lieutenant Ruby McKay. Ruby McKay. Hails from Moosha, Saskatchewan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but let's, let's, let's take a moment and talk about the horrifyingness that happened um, in British Honduras. Like the blood, the sacrifice—it's it's too much. Like I, I didn't sign up for this shit. There was mention of saving the world and 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 joining these adventures, and nope, nope. I am certainly glad that I purchased that flask on my way onto the ship, because truth be told, the burning hard liquor seems to be the only thing that like drowns out the the crying of the Maurice <laughs> poor Maurice alright <laughs> sorry is that it <laughs> he's trailed off with poor Maurice alright uh, and Jeremy tell us about Jonathan Morris yeah Sergeant Jonathan Morris <clears throat> Career soldier, head knocker. I died once. It didn't take. I've been carrying a flask for a long time. It's easier to stop carrying and, you know, find the little things that help you enjoy life, whether it's decapitating somebody with a shield, watching a man from a mythical land, you know, kill a demon with a piece of bread, you know, or just making friends with this amazing little marmot and, like, teaching him things. And then trying to teach him not to do things and realizing you would be terrible as a parent. I'd be a terrible parent. I can't teach him to stop smoking, but I I just take solace in the fact that I, I still murder real good. Yes. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. 
Oh, and our mythical Frenchman, Henri. Uh, yeah, Henri is a former Resistance member turned to Baguette Ninja, turned to Baguette Warrior, turned to Baguette Knights, turned to Baguette Saint. He's probably is talked about in all the lands now for all of his deeds and creatures he's destroyed with bread, as stated before. And he's, you know, just going to Greenland, continuing the path of Nazis and ruins as he tries to solve the mystery, even though he's a little upset that he just lost the mask that he just got. The mask of Yima. Well, yeah, speaking of which, before you go to British Honduras, you're going to England. Not France? Not not france but although i've heard that this mythical france is uh, in imminent danger so close right, now, right? Isn't it like it's so close to it uh no i don't know it's just on the other side of the english channel is just oh is ocean isn't it mm. look you know maybe if you convince enough people to believe like the collective consciousness will will it into existence i don't know <laughs> but i'm sorry most people know better it's not real it's not it doesn't exist but, uh, yes, after leaving Honduras, you have been summoned to England. Kent, England, to be exact. It is late. Wait. Yes. Wait. There's other summoning spells? Uh, <laughs> 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 you have received a telegraph summoning you to England. Uh, it's late May, early June, 1940. Uh, the phony war is over. Norway and Denmark have been invaded by the Nazis. And there's fear that this mythical France will fall soon. Uh, resistance uh, movements in all three countries are beginning to ready themselves for action uh, and proving vital in an attempt to secure their countries. Uh, you have been summoned by Strang from Section M. I was going to say Department M. Section M. Uh, you guys are being asked to head to Clemens Park in Kent, England, urgently to attend a meeting. Uh, it is going to be held at the headquarters of the British Occult Agency, Section M. So you guys are being summoned there. Uh, they also want to study and look at all these pieces of Paladion that you have collected in your various adventures over the last year or so. So arrangements have been made to get you there immediately and in good time so you guys are, are sent there well just fast forward you find yourselves in the hustle and bustle of a small provincial railway station in etton bridge uh and there's a wide range of uniforms and accents here not just brits but you people from all over the americas are here all over europe are present at this train station and it's quite an eclectic gathering. You're assuming that most of these folks are, are, are probably heading to uh, Clemens Park to be part of this um, this meeting that you've been summoned to. Uh, you are greeted on the platform by a very serious-looking large man with a crooked nose. He introduces himself as Arthur Morris. And he asks you for your bags. Uh... And he will he will carry them for you. He looks like he's more than capable. He's a very large man. Right this way. And he shows you to uh to an aging Rolls Royce. He says, get in. Pile on in. 
All right. It is your papa. I mean, he's big enough. It's too handsome, though. <laughs> he loads all of your bags into the car. You guys take off almost uh, immediately. You are ushered above anybody else who was there at the um, the train platform. Uh, within 20 minutes or so, you uh, find yourselves in front of a large set of wrought iron gates covered in barbed wire. The big man slowly and methodically gets out, opens the heavy gates, drives through, gets back out, closes them with a big thunk. And he continues driving down this long, long driveway. You're driving through a pleasant wooded parkland. And this takes about another 10 minutes or so before the car finally arrives uh, at the front door of Clemens Park. And there are people milling about everywhere. All in uniform. Again, much like the train station, various types of uniform. Not just uh, British. Uh, but it looks like uh, people are obviously waiting for something or someone. But uh, he parks, gets out, opens the door for all of you. and We're at our destination. Get out. <laughs> he tells you gruffly. He starts getting your bags out. Um, as you're getting out of the car... Uh, the main entrance opens, and a woman holding a clipboard comes out and greets you. A smartly dressed young woman. She goes, oh, I'm so glad you're here. My name is Miss Walsh. I'm glad you you, you arrived in such a good time. I hope the travel was was uh, to your liking. Everything was adequate. Tip top. Oh, very good. Very good. Well, please follow me. Uh, we have some rooms for you in the West Ring where you'll be staying for the duration of your visit. Um, I will show you there. Uh, but after, you know, you've freshened up and you've maybe ch changed your clothes um, into something more comfortable, uh, we will be having refreshments that will be served on the front lawn. And your presence is expected there. Um, you did. We you do have the objects. We're, we're off, sorry? We're eating off the, the ground? Like, it's... What? You're, no, no, no. We'll be, we'll be... But refreshments will be served uh, at the front lawn. At... On the oh, front lawn. Okay. I okay. Yeah. What is wrong with clothes? Clothes, this is what they wear. Well, you know, they're a little rough. They're a little smelly. Uh you're 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 our guests of honor. You know, you've you've done it. You've collected the pieces. You're kind of the uh the the, the persons of the hour. Henri's still wearing the mask. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, you know, we're meeting a lot of Just people. Just see the cigarette going through this. the yeah. The cigarettes coming through. The cup of yam ah, is still covered ah, in ashes. Still got the ashes. Yeah. Ah. Oh, these things. No, this was nothing. This was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Well, they've taken all of the the pieces of the paladine. They're, they're, ah! We need to we need to research these <laughs> people. As scientists and white coats come. They rip the mask off your head. They Snatch dump, it right off your face. Dump, <laughs> dump the uh, the cigarette butts and ashes out of the cup of yama. They'll take the shield from Jonathan. There you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she shows you to your rooms. It, you each have your own room. It's very fancy. It overlooks the front uh, yard. There are clean dress uniforms in here. There are also civilian clothes, but there are uniforms for whatever you know faction of the of the armed forces you belong to. Yeah, hey, dress uniform all the way. Yeah. 
What? There's a French uniform? <laughs> they don't really know what it is. They Whoa. just took some, like, they just took like random. It's like, it cannot be. Stars. Viva la France. <laughs> a French uniform. It's like, it's just a bed sheet with holes like poked in. Yeah. Toga? And it's like, not just that, it's children's bed sheets. There's like flying pigs and stars. <laughs> but they did put a nice little, like, you know, shoulder thing on it. Yeah. It, like, it, it, looks, like, it, it looks, looks cool. Like, with like England scratched out in French written, France written. <laughs> yeah, it's just so a beret. It's spelt wrong. Exactly. It's just spelt really weird. A beret and a, and a kilt. It's a raspberry beret with like little stuffed raspberries on it. <laughs> I do not know what I did to deserve this. <laughs> this whole campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't actually know how it started, but I don't know how it kept started. Kept its legs, I guess. It's I don't remember. <laughs> it's so good and so long going that we've forgotten how it originated. But um yes, you can change, you can have a quick bath if you want to, but um you're told that the party will be starting um not too long from now. Does anybody um, want to wander the house or do anything, or you just want to pew, to the party? To the party. Uh, I'll knock. I'll knock on Sergeant Morris's door. Hey, Ruby, what you doing? I it's it's been so long since I've been in a uniform. I, I do I look okay? Did I do I have everything sorted where where I should? Oh, you look okay. What are you talking about? No, that's nonsense. No, you don't look okay. You look amazing. You look perfect. You don't put anybody else in the room to shame. You're so sweet. Don't you don't you find this all so weird? We're 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 safe. All of our stuff is here. We we had I just, I just had a hot shower or a hot bath. Like oh I know I was just in the tub. I scrubbed everywhere. It felt great. I, I found gravel in places you wouldn't expect. You know, but the, I think the secret is really just don't think too much. Because, no. like, the world is full of terrible things. and you, If you want to look for a problem or think about a problem, you'll find it. But just go with the flow, and eventually the good shit will happen, too, you know? Oh, and she'll, like, give you a huge hug. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Oh. He'll do his best to, like, you know, crook his arm out. <laughs> you know, if you don't mind an ugly, you know, escort. Never, never, never ugly, never ugly at all. You're the most handsome man in all the world. Well, and you're a wonderful liar. It's my favorite <laughs> thing about you. All right, well, let's uh, let's go collect the others then, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. Oh, do you think they got a suit for, for Gregor? I hope they did. At least a oh little God, bow tie, please. a little bow tie, or like a little child's uh, school uniform. It's got like shorts and a. Address Let me look oh at the dude from ACDC. <laughs> Angus Young. Oh, goodness. The little cap and everything. Pobble <laughs> will definitely be wandering around with a, uh, a some shears, some scissors, and looking for, like, the most colorful, like, curtain or tapestry uh, in the area, like, wandering around so that he can... It's been a long time since he had, like, a colorful scarf. He gave one once to Ruby. It came back less colorful 
Uh, yeah, it was mostly covered, I think, in blood by the time. So he's going to wander around uh, the area with, with Gregor in tow, looking for uh, a suitable replacement. Uh, that's that's his pretense for looking around. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll say you run into Jonathan and Ruby as you're doing that. Henri, I don't know. You're just brooding. I don't know what Henri's you're doing. Just, he's uh, stealing his mask back. It's your Naruto running around the yard. Yeah, parkouring, <laughs> finding, looking for his mask. Just in circles around the yard. What a strange fellow. Where is he from? This is France. This is a silly place. <laughs> Parkour! It's a, it's a silly place. We don't want to go there. All right, on second thought, it's a silly place. Uh, yeah, so you guys head on down to the, the lawn, and this, it's a more of an informal gathering, but there are people um, from all different branches of the military and different uh, nations and countries here. And, uh, the, you know, the, the the four of you or the five of you enter, and they're all like, oh, you can hear like a collective gasp, and people are kind of like looking at you and talking, and they're pointing like, oh. But it's like an excited, like, oh, these are the ones. They are the ones who have the experience of the Paladin. And you go and there's drinks being served on trays. You're free to help yourselves. There are snacks, hors d'oeuvres and such, pastries that you can indulge in. Make sure to grab a tray. Just a whole tray. Just, ah, just I'm just going to set Gregor on like this. Like if there's like a banquet table or a you yes know, like a buffet <laughs> sure. table. Yeah, I'm just going to set him there. Go, go. You, you are, they celebrated you. No, they won't be upset. Go ahead. No, you're fine. <laughs> Whatever you want, go. So I just want him to scramble around. Sure. So uh, it's taking yeah. bites from here and there. And mm -hmm. Some people are kind of taken aback, like, oh, disgusting. What is that filthy thing doing here? How? What? Fireball. Right Fire you know, Fireball. Do you want to call dibs? <laughs> Look, there's a very basic dib system with Greg. You beat him at paper, rock, scissors, you win dibs. But you don't call it. I mean, you didn't call it. That's just the way it goes. Yes, hero. Did you not hear? Like, like we got applause or whatever it was. He's one of us. So, like, you should know who he is. Like, if you don't know who he is, then you probably should not be here. Get the hell out of here. You're not supposed to be here. <laughs> here, grab my hand. I will teleport you away. To Gregor? <laughs> or the person? Just uh, whoever is insulting him. Sure. Him up As you're sky, kind of, like, offended, him. you see a, uh, a, a, a rather uh, upper-class older gentleman... Uh, highly decorated, come over and goes. <laughs> well, what is the meaning of this? What is the commotion? <laughs> They're insulting, like like international hero, like they call him like disgusting and rat-like, and he's very clearly something else. Like this, it's very disappointing. My good lady, don't, don't you know that he is a hero? Yeah, much like myself, Sir Archibald Cottenham. Pleasure to meet you. Oh my goodness. Not the Archibald Cottingham. Yes, the, the Archibald, Archibald Cottingham. He is still alive? <laughs> this took place before the other one. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, thinking, wait a second. Yeah. Because the oh, other one's Battle of the Bulge, which hasn't happened mm. yet. Mm. He's still alive? I've heard, I've heard you are like super great. Like, I've heard oh, nothing I'm but a like good Veteran things. of the Great War? It's true. It's true. I've Puffs out his chest and... with his medals. Oh, you are very barrel-chested in your mustache? Mm, divine? Oh, goodness. What, what was his rank? Sir Le, uh, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Colonel? Lieutenant, Lieutenant Colonel, Colonel, I believe. 
Archibald Cottingham. Cottingham, yes. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. I've heard about your adventures overseas. Your heroes. Friend of King George. Don't forget that part. Friend of King George. You are heroes. Thank you, thank you for clarifying for this person who cast dispersions on on international heroes. Yes, of course. Of course. You have done a great deed for our country and this war. Man, wow. Sometimes you just have a day that makes all the hard work worth it. Just... All right. All right. What What do they say? For, for king and country? For king and country. Yeah, for king and country. He raises his glass. I'm sure he's got a bulbous red nose. He enjoys the drink. I don't know. I'm just assuming Capillary's based off his picture. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, capillaries are bursting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the natural glow. <laughs> but uh, you guys make the rounds. You talk. You mingle. People are coming over and asking you, like, oh, I heard what happened in Cairo. Can you elaborate? Was there really a tank? Yeah. Yeah, there was a tank. And you would not believe we had this friend Leo. He could like move things with his mind. There was like cars flying into other cars. It was so cool. Yeah, did, yeah, each was fun. Did yep. you really burn down a hospital? Um, I d- an evacuated hospital. <laughs> That's right, an evacuated hospital. Oh, yeah. and and oh, oh, that was the first time we saw Pavel's tornado inside. The cyclone, yeah. Ooh, right. Uh, that was that was that was fun day. And then Leo and I combined powers. Oh goodness, we must have I don't know murdered like oh god twelve twenty maybe Nazis just into a tiny little ball. It was oh it was wonderful. And Ruby and here, like after them, oh. like you were all style. You jumped out a second story window and just landed like a three point landing. It was amazing. It was really cool. I have to admit, so cool. I felt inspired. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen, for the bits. Good to see you. Yeah, so people are asking kind of questions about things that happened. They want like details, like what was what was Namari? I guess you never spoke about Nepal. What was Persia like, and things like that. And they're just kind of picking your brain about your adventures. But uh, while that's happening, all of a sudden, a a a, a sandy-haired gentleman. Uh, starts tapping smartly on his cocktail glass with what appears to be a silver swizzle stick. Beside him stands Miss Grant, the woman who greeted you when you arrived here. And beside her is a uh, a tall, thin man with wide, uh, like, round glasses. And uh, the, the man with the sandy hair goes, Welcome, everyone, to my home. This is uh, an essential meeting, and I apologize for the short notice and for any inconveniences this may have caused. Uh, my name is Alec Ward Grey Towton, and this, uh, it was a pleasure for all of you to come here, uh, so soon, and I have business with the five of you, and he points to the group of you. Please, I need to speak with our guests. And Miss Ward goes over, and she kind of, like, shuffles you aside, and you guys are brought back into the house. Uh, and you're brought into uh, a comfortably old-fashioned uh, furnished room. Uh, there is a a, a large um, chalkboard on wheels in one corner. Uh, 
those three that were standing there uh, at the door, the gentleman glasses, Miss Ward and uh, Alec Ward Gray Towton are there, as well as some uh, members of the uh, British Army and the American Army are present as well. Quite high-ranking officials. Uh, you enter the room, the smell of chalk dust kind of hits your nose, and you're brought back to your days in school, if you attended school. Uh, and you're asked to, to take a seat uh, as they wheel this big, movable blackboard in front of the tables that you're told to sit near. Uh, and... Uh, once everybody's seated, seated and quieted, Lord Doughton begins to speak. He explains that a communique was recently received from one of Section M's sister intelligence organizations, informing them of a ship, the KDM Nordless, which left Copenhagen a few days ago. The Royal Navy has sighted the ship heading for the east of Greenland, and more specifically, Scoresby Sound. Uh, on board the KDM Nordless are... Uh, is a Danish crew, but uh, there are most unusual passengers and equipment on board. It seems there are German soldiers with wearing armbands with claw symbols on them, which you know what? to be the no what? What? You're kidding me? Which you know to be the Noctwolf, uh, who you've encountered many times at many dig sites over the course of your adventure. Um, it is also said that a member of the Chankopa community of Tibetan monks, a blue robed monk is amongst their company. Uh, and, um, Germans who are believed to be undercover agents or soldiers, um, trying to pass themselves off as German citizens on the ship. The blue monks, as Toughton calls them, have cropped up from time to time. During the ongoing operation, recover the Golden Horde, which has been the nickname given to the Paladian objects that you guys have collected. And um, according to legend, hail from the lost city of Atlantis. This is all stuff you know, but he's speaking to the whole general room, kind of filling everybody in. But um, <laughs> he will then turn to you and ask you, about your experiences and recovering the various elements of the Paladine. Can you uh, share any details in the specific objects or what you've learned? I understand you also had a copy of the Book of the Machine, which we are currently uh, looking into as well. Can you elaborate for the others in the room? What what, what are these objects? What do they do? Uh, Gregor will raise his hand um, <laughs> yes. as he's sitting up front. <laughs> and he was first in his class. Yes! The, the marmot in the front. <laughs> rock yeah yes <Yeah>, rock <laughs> <laughs> and then uh and then pavel will, will kind of pat him like yes very good this first in his class excellent uh yes uh, i did have copy of uh book of machine uh, i've read through it it is of atlantean because it was like of atlantean origin right like that was, that was mm -hmm. one of the reasons yes of atlantean origin and uh and I will proceed at that point, as mm -hmm. Jeff doesn't remember all of any of the details, yeah, that's fine. to kind of elaborate on what Pavel has actually learned from the Book of Machine, or Book Machines. Uh, and then we'll turn towards Gregor when when he's done, and then he will say, Tank! And that, uh, <laughs> at the end of our, our sharing portion. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So, 
they thank you for sharing the details and everybody's kind of like sitting on the edge of their seat as you're filling them in on what happened and what took place and the different pieces and what they you know they possibly do and you speak about how the um the weapon of flame has been tampered with over time and it's no longer usable and you've got this mask and you got this cup that can see other places and this shield no, can't. <laughs> this mirror mask that <laughs> that was the most recent item that you took uh, and the the different perilous journeys that you went on to get these things going to the dreamland or going to the you know under this mountain to fight this blind winged uh, lion flying creature that you've unleashed upon the world and other various things along the way and everybody's very very intrigued uh, but with that uh, another man is introduced a dr parker uh, he calls him over and this is kind of a the, the the nerdy man with the glasses and the tall the tall thin man he uh, inst- he's american and he instructs uh some soldiers at the back of the room to please shade the windows as he pulls down a uh a screen and wheels a reel-to-reel uh machine into the room and starts to play a video for all of you and he begins to narrate a short film which shows each retrieved piece of the paladion and a uh, selection of experiments uh you know that they're currently working on uh we'll say that you guys they were sent ahead of you so they've been spending time looking after them or looking at them and studying them uh he confirms that as far as he can tell the segments fit together in a particular configuration with a central power source that augments their abilities uh which broadly speaking do appear to match what is described in the book of the machine uh so you see them doing various experiments, them trying to put these things together. And you see guys in the lab, they're wearing like goggles and they'll like turn off the lights and things will glow. And they're just like, oh, <laughs> things will shoot out of it. Light will shoot out of it. Um, But they do reveal that the mask on its way back, the most recent item did not make its way here. Unfortunately, somewhere along the way, it was intercepted and or lost. So they are at a I loss. I sent him a fake one. <laughs> You're wearing the real one. It's still on him, yeah. Yes. I wonder, yeah, he's got it on. I wonder what could have happened to it. <laughs> yeah. I do not know. So, oh, and they also report that since bringing these pieces together, it is alleged that um, the cup of Yima is functioning at a much greater uh, effect. Its range has improved dramatically <laughs> and it is picking up uh, much, much more than what you... Maybe it was all the uh, cigarette butts that helped do that. You don't know. Hmm. Convenient. Mm-hmm. So once that's done, uh, Towton opens... Oh, is there any questions? So... Uh, is clear we need to head to greenland we need to see what these knocked wolf are up to it is obviously tied to this heading to greenland to to the arctic uh we have uh, reason to believe that uh, with the the blue monks involved and how close they were with this operation how you encountered them more than once that uh, this may be uh, a piece of the puzzle of what you you've been working on uh, can we count on you to uh to take up this mission this one last mission I mean, come on, it's not going to be the last. Ah, We're definitely going to do it. Right. Well, hopefully this will end the impending war brewing in Europe. Right. Let's hope. Yeah, maybe. Let's. Okay. Right? Yeah. 
uh, Gregor will raise his hand again. Yes. Uh, and he looks very, he looks very nervous. Kind of looks up at Pavel. Looks, Pavel, what's that? It's okay, go ahead. You can do it. You've been practicing. Don't be very impressed. And so he looks up. Ruins. What? Like, he would like to know, are you aware of any ruins uh, near uh, Scoresby in Greenland? Because we've seen a pattern yes. of how the Nazis <laughs> operate. We and are... Maybe it might give us a look, like an idea of where we should be going to. We don't have direct intelligence on what they are up to up there. We There are some uh, American naval ship, and the Canadians have a ship up there as well. They've been trying to keep tabs and feeding us information uh, best they can. But... Um, we know the ship has recently entered uh, the area of a fjord. Fjord? Fjord? Yes, that's how you say it. And um, uh, they have uh, potentially docked there and set up uh, operations. But it, if so, it's only been a matter of days. But uh, we're not aware of any sort of ruins or uh, dig sites or anything like that. But who knows with these guys? They, they seem to be drawing a lot to them. They'll probably make their own, like, when they get there. That could be it, you know? They like to blow things up and stuff, too. So, like, maybe Ooh. they... Like, Indeed. what's that saying? You can't throw a knocked wolf without running, like, hitting a dick a side or something? Yes! <laughs> Indeed. <clears throat> Indeed. Yes, everybody says that. I mean, the, out in the party, they were saying it, like, left and right. I mean, we kind of were. <laughs> well, these people all have the proper clearance. You don't need to worry about oh, that. Cool. That's that was going to be so awkward if it wasn't. Oh god, we said way too many things. Oh goodness, we'd have to kill them all. I mean... <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, well, thank you everyone for your presence and your contributions, and I invite you all to join me for dinner this evening, during which we'll make the final arrangements for the mission. And everything will be uh, formally announced and, and, and plotted out. So, be, yes. Before we go, so we are. Ruby Moosejaw. Um, yeah, that I'm okay with that. Um, what, uh, like, what's the premise of us going? Like, is there like this big like ruse or or story or something as to why we are going to Greenland? Because who goes to Greenland? Why are we going there? Like, are we going on a submarine? Do the British have submarines? That, that's not a thing yet. No. No, but there is a... Well, we'll talk about it tonight, but there's suspected presence of a U-boat. Oh. But that's not one of ours. Jeez. Very well. I guess. I <laughs> Okay. Please, take some time to yourselves. I know it's been a long journey, and uh, I will see you at dinner tonight. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> so, Pavel will talk to the rest of him. like, you know, a fjord is very, like, deep water. And, like, all this Atlantis stuff. Could, could the Nazis have, like, found Atlantis, you think, maybe? <gasps> I mean... Were you saying Atlantis would be underwater or something? I don't know. I mean, it's like right. I'm like, we, it's called the Atlantic Ocean, but Atlantis. I feel like there's a connection somehow. I don't know. Isn't Atlantis supposed to be ruins? Oh, there it is. There it God. is. God. Ding, ding, ding. We got it. 
Wow. We knew they could stray from the ruins, those fucking so Nazis. Predictable. Uh, I kept thinking this was going to end up going to Atlanta. I'm glad it didn't go that way. Just kept missing that ass at the end. Right. <laughs> I don't think that hard about these missions. I just go where they point me. When do we get to Georgia? Yeah, man. That's soon. Okay, never mind. Gonna I, I know, I know. I know where you're going with that. <laughs> I know. Henri is going to spend his time looking for what has to be another French person here. <laughs> We're at like the United Nations of saving the world. There has to be. Let's <laughs> need to know. Uh, and, the, and the French don't need to know. <laughs> he'll even <laughs> accept a French Canadian. That's how desperate he is. We find Henri later talking to a houseplant as if it's another French. French <laughs> yeah. He speaks my language. <laughs> he just has making like the, baguette. The branches move. Baguettes, puppets. <laughs> oh God! You want to you want to find a Canadian, uh, a French person, even if it's a French Canadian. Yeah, he wants to see if oh. his mind has been so messed up by the people he's with that his own country doesn't exist anymore, or. <laughs> There is hope. <laughs> All right, fine. Let's do it. Just go All ahead. Right. Make me a, uh, I don't know, an insight uh, test here. I should spend fortune. Instincts. <laughs> to sniff out. A smell. To sniff out another Frenchman. To sniff out another baguette. Uh, I'm go. not going to spend fortune. This will no, be based don't, on there is no fortune. Don't spend fortune. What is this? It's insight. Insight observation. Okay. <laughs> it's insight naval uh, leadership. Ooh, I have that. No! You ask around and you get just puzzled looks everywhere. You swear you hear the mother tongue being spoken down the hallway and you run and you look and there's just a dog panting at the end of it. You're just, oh, you're heartbroken. So close. Sacre bleu! Gregor is riding on the back of the dog. I, Ruby, Brah. here's my thought. We get some good food. Because the dinner tonight's going to be like a fancy dinner. But like, let's get some like good, savory, like bullshit street food, right? And some good drink. And let's find a cobbler and get some legitimate boots. Because you always need to take care of your feet. I Oh, I, I agree. You have no idea what high heels do for you. They're awful. I no, I don't. And honestly, I've seen you try to do a mission in high heels, and I I grieve for your feet. That looks horrible. You're so sweet. Absolutely. I am. I'm afraid. Like I'm so sensitive. It's my primary trait. All right. Well, let's uh, let's blow this pops then and go uh, go shopping for sure. All right, shopping montage. Woo! Sure, you'll go to the nearest village. Your your quest leave for a couple hours. Go to the nearest village and you go shopping. Boom, hand wave. Montage over. Montage ended. Yep. Anybody else interested in doing anything before dinner? Nope, I tried. No, you tried finding a Frenchman, Ooh, and you were man. unsuccessful. Look at that guy. He's got like a piece of bread that looks like Henry's. That looks silly. Let's not talk to him. He's wearing a braid. He's got a baguette. He's, his face is painted like a mime. <laughs> Where is this? I'm a French person. <laughs> I smell them, but I cannot find them. 
Uh. <laughs> all right. Fast forward to dinner. You're all invited to this lavish dinner. After a few hours, uh, you go there, and it is the... Well, you were at that really nice party recently. I was going to say this is like the best meal, the best setting, the fanciest setting you've seen in a while. But actually, you were in uh, British Honduras. You were at a pretty swanky party while you guys were all having PTSD flashbacks. So it's on the level with that. But that one's probably nicer because it was more laid back. Uh, and you're pretending to be other people. This one, you know, you're you're kind of on the whole time. But dinner takes place at 8 o'clock. You're summoned to a strikingly... Oh, no, you're summoned by the strike of a large gong located in the front room. <laughs> evening dress has been provided for all of those who forgot to pack their own um <laughs> but uh yeah there is there is no precedence for guests entering the dining room um no order uh sorry of precedence so you guys just kind of can mill in as uh, you see fit nobody's pulling rank in here uh in this room they're just filling in as they arrive. There's not like, you know, we have to wait for Sergeant Major so-and-so and Lieutenant blah, blah, blah to come in first. You just freely walk in. It's very, very relaxed, this setting. Um, The meal is better than expected. You guys have been eating a lot of rations the last little while. Uh, a lot of strange, exotic foods that you have not been uh, exposed to before. So this is a nice change. Uh, there's a lot of jokes, you know, ha ha ha, around dinner and joking, these eggheads and such, and military guys talking about how they smuggled most of the food in from New England and packing crates marked scientific experiments. <laughs> and every last one has a drink, and you're just like, what? Get me out of here. Uh, but when dinner's over, uh, the guests retire to the drawing room, and you are summoned by Mr. Towton. Gray Towton. Ward Gray Towton. Uh, to please attend so you can discuss the upcoming mission which you volunteered to do uh so you guys go in there he's sitting in a high back armchair uh when you enter the uh the office he's got a smoldering cigar in one hand and a large glass of port in the other uh the professor is there with him as well from the meeting earlier today and, uh, yes, uh, he, uh, cuts straight to the chase. So, uh, rather, rather important go, uh, events in Greenland. So, the plan is understandably a little bit hazy in places. But, like I said earlier, there is a U-boat menace in those waters in the Atlantic. And, uh, we have reason to believe that the monks... Being president, and we also have intel I did not reveal at the meeting uh, regarding some of the equipment on board. Uh, based off some of the photos and the reports, there is a f some sort of form of electromagnetic induction system that they are carrying on the ship and bring with them. We believe it is tied to some sort of summoning of some sort that they plan to do in Greenland. Uh, yeah, this... There's all this talk of Atlantis, and it is thought that uh, possibly this may be the location of the lost city, and they will make one last ditch, ditch, last ditch effort uh, after losing all the pieces of the Paladine to us to uh, somehow connect with the lost city of Atlantis and use it somehow 
to their advantage in this war. What that is, we don't know. But based off of the intel and the the uh, equipment they have on board, it's some sort of summoning uh, device. We know there's reports of these strange blue crystals glowing in the air. You asked about ruins before, and I didn't want to say too much in front of the others, but there are also uh, reports in the area they're in of these large holes that have been dug, but it wasn't by them, it was prior to their arrival, but uh, it may be tied to that as well. They are ancient, nobody quite knows what they are for, but that is in the area that they're poking around in. Are you up to the task? It won't be easy. When you say, like, large holes, like yes. they were dug, or, like, bores, like, into the earth? Like, did they go down quite deep? Like... Well, we've never been there. This is a local intelligence. And uh, anything we could have ga gra gathered. But uh, there's strange rock formations, uh, if you <coughs> will. But they uh, seem to be these big, bizarre holes in the ground. As if something has bored through the solid rock. Uh, they are ancient. They've been there as long as anyone knows uh, what the word from the locals. Uh, you know, there's talk of volcanic activity, possibly, that have formed these. But they are rather strange, and the uh, Germans are poking around in the area of them. There's oh, said... okay. Yes. There's also said to be trace amounts of Blauer crystal discovered in the area of those. Uh, this is before... They were there. We have been aware of this, but uh, that is tied to... Uh, he kind of looks and leans in. He goes, Eldritch beings, if you're familiar. Oh, yeah. We, we saw some like weird things in crystals before. Mm. Yes. Indeed. It's going to work out fine. Just throw us in the general direction. We'll right. follow the noise. Then we'll stop the noise with a lot of violence. And then, you know, we'll just wing it. Just wing it. So, like, uh, as the like, you know, the foremost expert here on Atlantis, on uh, as in summoning, uh, and you know, history and all that sort of thing. Uh, we probably shouldn't be. We should already be like on boat or plane. Like, why are we having yes. a second dinner? Like, well, <laughs> okay, this sounds like really bad combinations of things. I'm you're just saying like, you're not wrong. Indians, you need to leave tonight. Okay, see ya. We <laughs> do, uh, due to the U-boat no menace, to waste here. we have we have a, a pair of uh, Sunderland flying boats uh, available to you, uh, thanks to the RAF, uh, and they will take off whenever you're ready, at a moment's notice, and they will fly you to Greenland. Remember, okay. the Germans are a few days ahead of us. They have the advantage. Be careful. So what 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 you're what you're telling us is that you want us to just 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 go in there blind. You need to find out what they're up to, <laughs> blindly. But there's like you're thinking that Atlantis is coming up, which by the way we already deduced. Just saying, um, we're going we're we're going to this Greenland. There's holes, and we have to just see what's going on. Like no, find out what's going on and stop them. Oh. But what if they're doing something good? We heard reports that you had uh, you were a sympathizer in 
British Honduras. This is the Ruby? second time she has said uh, something. Are you? You know, do not say the line. Do you need to tell us something? Oh, I'm just record that. scratch. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if we find the pot of gold at the end of a rainbow, great. Right? Hugs and kisses all around. <laughs> but let's be honest: like 99 times out of 100, it's going to be somebody trying to shoot you, and you shoving a thumb knife in their throat. Oh, I you know thumb knife every time for sure. But uh, tell me this: Would, did, were you like when we when when you first saw the shield? Were you like, oh, oh, I had no idea. Like it was something spectacular at the end, right? So I'm just saying, if you are trying to say that Nazis are spectacular at the end, whatever. I do not understand. I'll meet you at the floating boat. That's okay. Hey, you you just got a better heart than most of us. And that's wonderful, you know. You're good. It's all great. The floating boat, as opposed to the sinking boat. Yep. Flying in the boat. end, it's we the all know boat. your heart's in the right place. <laughs> you're full of murder. Do we? I guess I don't ask a lot of questions. I mean, she has been getting progressively worse. Or oh, better, like. I understood, like, the one before, like, she's trying to draw them out, but, like, what the hell was that? Like, <laughs> what if they're doing maybe good? the Nazis are doing something good. Oh, and the maybe evil... they're trying to save the world. And the evil blue-robed monks that have tried to kill you every time you face them. <laughs> oh, my. But, like, what if they're stupid Nazis, and it turns out raising the Atlanteans are good for us? They could be stupid Nazis, right? hundred percent. We don't know. We'll 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 figure that. I just wanted to know what the like, what the the end of it would be, just in case. Because like it's gonna this be is a, it's a gonna be time so much blood for the two of right. you to uh, wily coyote. Ears up, mouth shut. Oh right, right. Just you know, generally speaking. Nazi equal bad, and even if Atlanteans equal good and like powerful and stuff, Nazis summoning they'll have control of them, and who knows what destruction that they can do to you know all of you. But hey, if that's good, then it's cool that you found you know your path in life. I'm happy for you, Ruby. Hey, Pavel, my goodness, I'll, t I'll tell you what. So, like, when we get to the end, and uh, I was mm -hmm. like, what should I do? I'll be like, Pavel. Is this good or is this bad? And if it's if it if it's bad, then you know, like I I'll follow you. Whatever you say. And if it's good, I don't. Well, who knows? <laughs> it seems like you are going to get a baguette into the back of the head. Well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Well, <laughs> you won't. I will, but that's okay. It's like Starbucks moment here. Like I don't. <laughs> I'm getting deja vu. Ah. <sighs> Okay, he says, anything you need, tell me, and we'll get it for you immediately. Magical baguette. So you guys have clearance for level four weapons and items under the Not section even... M part of the GM's guide. Oh, GM's guide. Oh. GM's guide, page 60. I'd have to go get my book. Get your book, but uh, so we can also add these things later, but you guys have... Access to very powerful weapons and items going into this, if you would like. Is there a, like, magical bread 
shaped but there is in like a some blade crazy chainsaw thing i think the chainsaw thing is american that's majestic i believe oh. i know <laughs> there are um bagpipes magical bagpipes oh, baguette pipes okay we can <laughs> could, we can workshop grab... it um you, there is a sword a sacred gurkri i can maybe I mean, I'll take a, a look to, like i love yeah. sword it has the vicious quality oh that's pretty good that's what i want bane <laughs> all right i can add you it's oh, on page 64 bane. if you want to read about it It's good. It's got the bane quality for damaging unearthly beings, otherworldly entities. There we go. There's rebreather packs, sword canes, uh, a blunderbuss, a a uh, umbrella sword. There's the whisper, a silenced BB gun. It sounds like it's up Ruby's alley with her thumb knife. There's uh, <laughs> entity detectors. Elder sign ammunition, funky goggles or slash monocles. That sounds good. Entity. Entity Stuff that lets us see in the dark, maybe. And you said something about rebreather kits. Probably could go down on there the water. There are rebreather kits that are part of the the section M mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, because it's dark underwater, so we want to be able to see. And you know, I can't breathe water, so that sounds like something too. Right, but that water's like super cold, also. <laughs> but then we need, we need like, like suits. Yeah. Maybe the Nazis have them. You should ask your Nazi <laughs> friends, Ruby. Because <laughs> oh. they are so good. Well, an enemy is doing so much good in the world. Hmm. Every single ruins, Ruby, we find Nazis. What are they doing? Bad shit. <laughs> Well, yeah. Have they ever tried to break bread with us? Have they ever offered us anything besides bullets? Have we ever tried to talk to somebody first before going in and murdering them? I, I think we have. Murdering them. And then we killed them after. I don't I don't recall. The goggles slash monocle will allow you to see in the dark. Or if you just eat your carrots, you could be like on right. But repeated wear causes psychosis and neurosis. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you also suffer one fatigue if you're wearing the goggles. So if you just, just run around with a monocle in your eye at all times. <laughs> Worth it. I definitely like the goggle. I would definitely do a yes. monocle. And the yeah, entity agree. detector sounds really good too. Alright. We'll just make note and then we can add that stuff to your character sheet or refer to it when we need to. Nobody wants the uh, bagpipes. <laughs> just... just a sacred kukri. Uh... I know I got you a copesh. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think he's taking the kookery. Isn't yeah, he? Because Vicious and Bane is a really nice combo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I promise you, this this Kopesh, like, I'm keeping this forever. That's going to go... At some point, I'm going to go home with a fireplace. That's going over the mantle. Atlanta, yeah. Oh, the Blunderbuss is rating five. You can't. You cannot have the Blunderbuss. The chainsaw is American, though. I see it on the... It's Wolverine Chainsaw on page 66. Yeah. Wolverine Chainsaw. Cool. <laughs> that just screams Jonathan Mars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You do your shopping. 
and you're given your top secret items to take with you and you are shuttled off from Clemens Park and in the darkness of night down to the top the docks the talks the docks at Southampton where your flying boats await and your special gear is on the uh, the flying boats waiting for you that you've requested uh you are also offered would you they're not really offered, but this is your chance. Do you want to take any pieces of Peladine with you? Oh my god, the mask. Give me my mask. The mask was didn't make it here, remember? Uh, I don't understand how I lost my mask. I would have never given it away. <laughs> I mean, I could just use Oh my god, can we take the cup of Yemma? You could take the cup of Yemma. <laughs> I want to take the cup of Yemma out of spite. And then throw it in the ocean? <laughs> oh, Come I'm on. not going to tell you what I'm doing this. <laughs> okay. Like, if they can say there's something special that shield does, great. If not, it's probably best to just leave it here. Not the fewer things that we risk putting into their hands. I'm not saying we're gonna die. We're probably not gonna die. You know, terrible things happen, and I don't want to drop any of that shit in the vicinity, unless we're really, really sure that we're gonna use it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you're not gonna use the cup, what bring it? I and if I'm not going to use the shield, I'm not going to bring it. I'm going to use it. It has extra powers now. Because how are we going to find the ruins of Atlantis unless we don't have the cup? But it's got those extra powers when you bring everything with it. And the more stuff we bring with us, the more stuff we're bringing right to the summoning site. You, you see where I'm going with this, right? Like, uh, don't, no, because we are not going to be Don't defeated. bring the shit to them to help them. That is a loser's mentality. <laughs> I would say the opposite. Like, that's just like, don't help them. Don't do their work for them. There's only one item. No, the cup only works better when everything's all together. And it would be really stupid to bring everything to them. And we, we don't even have everything. They lost the mask. Hmm. Can I? What? What about the compass? The compass really isn't one of those. Oh, it's no. not. It's not one of the paladines. You you could take the compass if you wanted it. Just in case there's no, I might actually remember to use it if we take it. Maybe there's. Uh, you don't have it, but yeah, you could what, take what? it from Henri. Henri took your compass. Remember? Oh right, he stole it from me. <clears throat> I'm just saying, maybe we bring the compass. We could find the mask with the compass if it's. It's true. I I do agree. Bringing the compass is a great idea. <laughs> I didn't say it's no magical this... baguettes. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. You want to take the compass? You want to take the cup? <laughs> yes, Henri will take the cup. He will come back stealthily and go get it. Well, so Jonathan can act like he doesn't have it. No, I mean, look, I'm just, I'm just trying to make a point. If you feel like you're gonna, you've complained so much about it. I didn't take it. It is too late. I didn't take it. Uh, Please, what I'm just saying, like, if you're not gonna use it, don't bring it. You've done nothing but complain about it. I have used it multiple times, to be fair. And you bitched every time because it did nothing. So why are you bringing it? <laughs> I'm not. I just told you. Ah. <coughs> <sighs> I don't even care anymore. That's fine. I'm leaving the shield here. 
That's all the more reason for me to leave the shield here. I'll just use a regular one. Okay. Or <laughs> polish up the baby from the beginning of the campaign. There you go. So you guys you guys board your boat planes, your flying boats, whatever they are. You guys take off. The flight is pretty smooth. You must stop to refuel in Prestwick on the west coast of Scotland. Uh, you must stop once again in Reykjavik and fuel up there. And then you're headed on your final leg of the journey to from Reykjavik to Scoresby Sound. So the trip from Prestwick to Reykjavik will take about 11 hours. And Reykjavik to Scoresby Sound is another 7 or 8. Um, that's not including the time to refuel. So you have quite a lot of downtime on this flight while you... Uh, are making your way there. As you go further and further north, you see lots of ocean and you start to see icebergs uh, clearly visible from your window as you start to head further and further north. Uh, you fly over various fjord systems on your way to Scoresby Sound. Uh, you do pass over a few ships. You pass over what appears to be a U.S. Coast Guard vessel in the area and you also do see the kdm nordless uh quite close to your destination that you're headed to uh and it is just stationary in the ocean it seems to be um stationary uh off some distance to the south of uh, a particular fjord the one you were told about in your mission briefing where these these tunnels or stone formations are burrowed into the ground so the ship is there you know it's there you know it's not moving you have a really good idea where the knocked wolf probably are but you guys uh land in this tiny village uh it's a very very small inuit settlement settlement uh of brightly painted huts clinging to rocks uh in the area you're greeted by a man who introduces himself as Stefan Gunderson. He's a big, burly man, big, thick beard, blonde hair, blonde beard, uh, and he is Danish. And he welcomes you as you're getting off the plane and he introduces himself. I am your contact here. I'm here to meet you from Section M. This is my partner uh, in, in crime. He's a local. He's been helping me around. His name is Malik. He kind of raises his hand. He's an Inuit uh, from the village here. He says, uh, there's not much time to waste. Uh, the, the, the Germans have a couple days uh, head start on you. We must find out what they're up to. Unless you would rather just rest for a while. But this is of the utmost importance. Hey, Ken, <laughs> we've been cramped up for God knows how long. <laughs> Please, let us move. They have been, like... Henri and like Gregor have been like hotboxing us for like oh my god for forever like oh fresh air finally do you know about where they are you know the Nazis are well, currently congregating the KDM Nordlist sailed uh, into the south uh, uh, south of the sound the day before and we have rumors and I'm sure you can confirm that you saw their ship stationary uh, nearby near a fjord is that correct that's what our reports are as well. Yes, we saw it. We haven't been over there. We haven't uh, gotten close. I've been waiting your, for you to get here. There is reports of a U-boat in the area. So we must uh, we must move carefully. 
uh, any boats or anything like that in the area that cause too much attention will obviously be shot at or shot down and uh, get the attention of that U-boat. Well, isn't that wonderful that we're not on the water? We're on land, so we don't have to worry about the U-boat, right? But we must cross water to get to the fjord. Oh. oh Do you I have see. any, like, you know, non-mechanical boats? Like, rowboats and things? Like, can't be that far, right? Jonathan's Luckily, very strong. we have some inflatable boats that we can take. Amazing. Perfect. <laughs> um, Is there going to be dog sledding? No. Sledding. No. That's... <laughs> they don't do that here. <laughs> Yeah, she is so questionable. <laughs> we can get a bunch and put them on the front of the boat, and they can doggy paddle us Do there. Dog slaying. Yeah, Surround them up. Rubius, Rubius got straight villain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's off the deep end. But uh, yes, developed the early days. <laughs> Right, when she was the chosen one. Yeah, that's, that's changed uh, dramatically. Yeah, what an arc! What an arc! What an arc, Ruby. The downward spiral, spire. Gosh, ah, you're, you're so great. You're, you're great. <laughs> that's funny. Are, are, are we headed off? Are we going? Yeah, yes, we go. Uh, like I said, uh, the uh, U.S. Coast Guards and reports say that they're in the area. They're anchored, uh, but we must. We must be careful. Nobody wants to get too close to them for fear of retaliation. Mm -hmm. mm. I'll pull out the compass as we travel towards the fjord in the boats. And it's see just if I... spinning counterclockwise. Oh, it's freaking out. Yeah. That's great. Uh, you are given proper gear to wear here. You're given uh, coats and, and protective gear uh, for the weather. And the style and fashion of the local Inuits uh, would be wearing. Gunderson is also wearing that himself. It is quite cold here. It's up to you if you want to wear that or not. Sure. I mean, I'm daft, but not stupid. I'm going to wear it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course. All right, so, yeah, I, I volunteered row. All right, so there are inflatable rafts that are waiting for you nearby, and he's he is excited that uh, you are you're so eager to go so soon. Yeah, well, I mean, we're not going to wait around. Yeah, indeed. Uh so you guys start rowing. Uh it is you know close enough to summer that there's not a ton of ice on the uh, water here, but you do have to kind of weave. In and out. You actually have like Inuit guides, local Inuit guides who are in the boats with you who are also helping navigate the area uh, for you as you're making your way there. But um, uh, Gunderson, you know, he, he relays, he's like, there's only a small number of islands that the German party could have disembarked at. Uh, and and uh, we'll, we'll go through them systematically one by one, uh, unless you have a, a an idea of, you know, one that we might want to focus in on before or... Can we see them, like, from as we travel to you them? You can see now? a ship anchored, but you can't see, like, and you can see the islands, but there's, like, big um, uh, tall ice and, and stuff uh, blocking the view. Like, you can't completely see all of the islands. Okay. Uh, Henri's going to pretend he's really cold and put his 
head actually, into his furs and look at the cup of Yemma. I, I actually lied. Uh, so when you pull out the compass, it is actually pointing like straight in direction north. Liar! I know. And it is, you're assuming it is showing you the way to the correct island. I apologize. Henri knew it. <laughs> you can you can also pull out the cup of yim if you want uh i will so i will i will at the island that's pointing to to see if i can get like a overview yeah of what so you doing. dip the cup of yim in the ocean and take a big drink of salt water uh, I guess. Mm. as you do so you can see a german base that uh has been erected uh, it appears to have tents. You can see that you can see these big, large bores in the ground north of this base. They have set up barbed wire all the way around it. There appears to be some generators set up and large, massive uh, wires going from the generators to these huge coils. Um, and you can also see that there are um, machine gun uh stations or encampments set up machine gun nests is the word i'm looking for set up watching every single direction and approach to this knocked wolf base uh there are people milling about they're all there are knocked wolf soldiers everywhere and it seems like they are setting up some like based on what you're viewing right now some sort of experiment tied to those generators and those coils they're in preparation you can see there are knocked wolf scientists they've got their little clipboards and you know they're 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 checking the 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 condition of the weather and the wind and everything and it looks like they're making calculations they're busy preparing something tied around these generators and these coils but it is very very heavily defended He just keeps that all to himself. <laughs> the jerk. All right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He will explain it all. And then just kind of look at Morris with some daggers and when he's done. <laughs> what? It worked. Morris, it worked. Good. That's great. But none of your previous actions had indicated you have any faith in it. I mean, I'm not a smart man, but I can follow a pattern. And the pattern has been broken. So they've only been here a very short time, and they've set up a very well-fortified camp in, like, a matter of days. So whatever's going on there must be very important to the Germans. What's the time of day like? How how bright or dark is it out? Uh, we'll say it's like mid-morning, so it's bright right now. Will be difficult to get close enough uh, for me to teleport us uh, without getting shot at by these machine guns. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there's nests pointing north, south, east, west. Like every direction there are machine gun nests. Um, also, I'll, get you, I'll, I'll give you a chance to get one more bit of information here. Make me an insight observation test, uh, Henri. Difficulty 2 based off of like what you saw through the cup and give you a little bit more information. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Chances aren't good. <laughs> you can spin a fortune. I really don't want to spend a fortune on scouting. <clears throat> okay. All right. I'll take that for now. 
You can have some thread. Thank you. All right. No further information. So we could swim closer or... Did it look like like the coils or the generators like it was going down into like the island or no, they were just no they're not on top okay. they are on top and the at the middle of the camp they're in the very right. very center of the camp so basically everything else is around it there's spotlights shining down on the generators even though it's day and and on these coils like I said there's wires going in between the two connecting them barbed wire all the way around there's like the ocean does open up onto it there is like a makeshift dock that has been set up that you could use um a pontoon dock it's a small floating dock that's there but um yeah machine gun nests every direction tents it's about 12 tents that are housing all of the personnel uh that are there and it's a like in size and scope it's actually quite small like they seem to be very focused on where they are and these 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 board holes are just north of them but it's outside the barbed wire they're actually not in their camp oh, okay uh you're all military people would they all know the expected range of these uh machine guns in these nests maybe a tactics roll or something um the yeah. first one of the campaign <clears throat> i know right insight tactics it's like all I rolled is cutting, cutting them. <laughs> and I guess, I don't know, army, we'll say. Oh, another complication. You're getting them out of the way now, I see. Yeah, let me see here. So, you know, these machine guns are deadly these are i guess we'll say based off what he described these are mg 131s um and these are heavy these are considered heavy weapons um their mm. ideal range is medium but um they will cut you up if you get <laughs> under fire of one of these like good luck they do a lot of damage well Pavel's uh, teleportation spell has a range of long, which outranges their ideal range. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if we are careful and, you know, get close, I can get us right on top of them before they're able to get uh, accurate fire, possibly. I don't know. You all know guns better than... No, than that's Pavel. great. And if we take out the nest, that's going to freak them out. They're probably going to come to it. And then you bamf us away from there. Nests. Go in there. Four nests. Four nests. Yeah, it's a bunch. Right. One but watching south, not... which is the ocean, northeast, southwest. Right. Uh, but we can only important. approach from one place at a time, so it's like we only exactly. got to worry about the one. Yeah. Um. Man, that's that's four of them, and I know, like, man, you you got the stamina, buddy. You do, but that's a lot of um, whatever you call it with fun. the roots and stuff. Right, it's, no, it'll be fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. It, it, I can, it, we'll, we'll be fine. Like, we I mean, should I... pick the. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'll be, no, I'll be fine. Okay. I've never had it go wrong before. Like, not really. Like, I always point where I want to bamf to, and then I go there. It's not like I ever disappeared and never came back for uh, years or something. Hmm. You know? 
I mean, it's all right. Never happened so. to us. Okay. Right. But the, you know, like one, like that was like ten feet off. Like it would be. Like... What about your tornado? Well, tornado, the the cyclone. Uh, it's hard. Like to if if this was like a range. game or something, like what what kind of range would it have? You know, if it's like a video game. Or... Well. I can get it. It it's not. I cannot nearly summon it in such a lengthy distance. I would have to get much closer to be able to summon Cyclone into the nest. Mm. All right. So maybe we're better off just porting in to the nests. If we can be quiet about it, great. It, it's kind of a win-win. Either we we hop in and we're quiet. We take it out. No noise. Wonderful. We do make some noise. People are gonna come rushing to it, but that's gonna mean I mean I doubt that they have the intelligence to expect us to be doing that kind of nonsense. But what about the holes? Do we do we know if these holes go anywhere? Just think. We'd have to swim under but aren't they aren't they around? Didn't you say that, Matt? They're, I think they're, they're, they're north and they're outside the barbed wire. I'll I can show you guys a map. Um let's, I think the only way we know where they went. Everybody is if we make swam. me an insight observation test of difficulty too before I show the map. Yeah! There's things on there. There's things on there that you haven't seen yet. <laughs> before I share with you. We'll say this is you uh. observing when you're there. Hey, there you go, Ruby. So the only thing you didn't see through the cup where is the handout boop all right so you can open up this map and see it now so nine is the dock a b c d e f g are the tents three and two are the coils and the generators all the fours are machine gun nests those board holes are seven to the north and five all the way around are freaking minefields they have placed mines everywhere oh so now you have a visual of what he saw. We'll say this is you guys scouting it when you get nearby in the boats. We'll just kind of whoop, fast forward. And so help you plan your approach a little bit better. Eight is a U-boat uh, yeah, in the waters. That, that is the U-boat. It is submerged. It's not, but that's where the reports are that it's in the area. Mm. So there well, you go. The you have the visual this. of the Noctwolf base. It is very small. It's very compact, dense um, in size. But they have fortified the shit out of it. What if we come from the north where the holes are? Because they wouldn't put mines near the holes because the holes obviously have some sort of purpose, right? Like, you're not going to blow up them. Right. Or I mean, I was you... picturing, like... Like the island itself was the base. That's what I was yeah, thinking. That's, I didn't realize yeah. there was so much extra earth. I, I agree. Yeah, I didn't think there was uh, any place where we could land. Yeah. I mean, I still think the idea of like bamping on top of one of the machine guns makes sense. But if it's safer to like go to the north side of the island. Well, what if we there. what if we try to bamf on the north one on number four because if the other guns were to turn they're not going to shoot through the generator right like yeah, that would be that, that would give us cover from the other three at least works for me okay okay as 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 ranking officer um 
let's, let's make this let's make this happen yes team we can do it but right? what if they are good ruby we have pavel pavel will tell me Remember? right i will we'll bamf in we'll say are you good nazis and if they say <laughs> yes then we let them go nine <laughs> then we shoot them they just they just right. started counting numbers. I I guess that's it's, a that's a it's very important to remember that nine is an evil number and you shoot people that say it. Right? It's right. true. Okay. Well it is um, known. Yeah. Let, let's do some bamfing. Okay. Hey, get out your knife. By the way, uh Malik and Gunderson, I did they didn't come with us, did they? They want to come with you on the boats. Right, they can come on the boats, but like the they're not getting bamfed. No, yeah, like, yeah, okay. Come on, man. Like, let's go. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Do that many? What are we talking about here? Like, we uh, uh, there was there was fortitude of thought beforehand, and they brought some fishing rods, so they're pretending to be fishermen in the boat while we back so close to the Nazi island. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about us, just fishing. <laughs> no, wait. No, we thought one step further. You have the whole fucking ocean. Don't worry, we just... Uh, That's why we give them a couple bottles of booze to have with them. They're drunk. Right? And People they're do not. stupid things oh, when they they're drunk. they could drink out of the cup of Yema. It's multi-purpose. Ashtray cup. Right. So you guys, are you guys waiting till like, nightfall? To, yeah. To head in that direction. Yeah, so yeah. we'll go there. So this is when you guys observe everything. So you got the you got the bar. I'll just kind of give a description of everything. We got the barbed wire around the perimeter. The generators are giving off almost like a a bluish light or glow, like a it's emanating from these generators. You assume it's powered by something that's not a fossil fuel. By this uh, this strange appearance. Then they're small. Like, think, we're 1940. These these generators are small enough to be, like, put into the back of an Opel Blitz and driven around. So these are actually, you've never seen something so compact before. And there's uh, four of these generators. Uh, the coils, these Goss coils, there's four of them. And they're huge. And they're coiled stacks um, high into the air. Uh, and there's cables, like I said, running from the generators into them. Uh, you can see every once in a while, like an arc of light spitting out from one cable to the next, and it'll just like illuminate the area with this bluish light. Uh, you've got your machine gun nests that, if you had not seen the cup of yim, actually really helped you find those because seeing them, the roll to see them was really high. But using the cup of yima, you know they're there. But if you had not done that, it would have been very difficult to spot them. They are very well camouflaged. The machine gun nests. Uh, they are dug in. They've got like white uh, canvas over top, totally blending in with the um, with the snow surrounding them. The minefields are not clearly marked. Again, you notice there's like it's been dug up, and you get the uh, suspicion that the it has been sabotaged. The area, uh, the huts or the the tents uh, seem to be the living quarters, the dormitories, the various Noctwolf troopers. Uh, there's activity. There's not much because it's nighttime right now. So there's not a ton of activity. There is, um, about six guards that seem to be kind of patrolling the camp right now at this time, but there are much more tense. If you've seen, there's much more tense, uh, than there are people currently visible. So, you know, there's a lot more soldiers or scientists or you name it, 
going on here. You see those rock formations to the north. Uh, you do not see the U-boat. It is not currently uh, above water. The pontoon boat's just kind of, or dock is floating away. And yeah, that's, that is what you see. So you guys can set up your method of attack as you're just kind of like bobbing in the ocean, your little inflatable rafts looking at this. And does the the compass like show the mask in a certain direction now that we're so close? Yeah, it's pointing right at the it's pointing right at the camp. But it's not like like is there a specific area like at the generators or like Well you're like floating in the ocean, right? Like so it's just pointing in the direction of the camp. Once you get in there, it'll it'll shift as you turn, right? But yeah. like right now, you're just, you're in the ocean, looking at the camp, so it's pointing at the camp. You turn it away from the camp, it goes back towards the camp. I mean, I think our plan is fine. Let's just do it. Try to as quietly as we can sneak up within long distance, teleport into the into the nest, try to take them out without gunfire. So if yeah. we can. So looking at the map here, it's approximately 100 meters long, the camp, or wide, and and uh, it looks like 75 meters high, just to give you an idea of space, how big this camp is. So okay. I don't know I mean, how that I think, I think we go to the ties. northern one. I still, I still think we go to the northern one. I think it makes the most sense. You want to go to the one that's most north? And it's closest to yeah. the generators and the coil, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Can I you teleport that far? Well, there's a northern part to the island. Uh, is there? Do so you want to go that direction? Island. Yeah, so I, I it's... figure we go around to the north part of yeah. the island. That's fine. They're like crazy efficient to get this all set up in like two days. Must be something very serious, huh? Right. Man, Ruby's just filled with awe and admiration. <laughs> These guys are so cool. I mean, like, can we just be friends? Why not? Look how efficient they are. We can change them, you know? We can make them good. They can change us, like, you know? See, you guys understand. Okay. What what happened to Ruby? Stop stop saying stuff like that. I like you so much, Ruby, but I really wish you'd stop saying that that kind of thing. Then you know, you you, you know, you know what, Sergeant? You know what, Jonathan? Can I call you Jonathan? I feel like I can. Please. <laughs> I think, I think you're right. I think, it, I think after this, I just need a really, really long, mm-hmm. long. It, it's it's been a lot. It's been... It it has been a lot. It's been like too much. Right. It'll be so sad when you don't make it back. Uh... No, you're gonna make it back. You're gonna make it. You're gonna get take a long vacation. Right. You know, you're gonna get, you're gonna place with Asana or something. You you need some time off. I get it. Okay, I'm hearing you. Should have heard it before. I'm not the best at paying attention. That's okay. <laughs> Only took five Nazi outcries for him to. <laughs> Insight yep. is not what I'm known for. Uh... I don't ask a lot of questions. So can we get to the north side of the island uh, okay? Or what do you, how do you want to stand? Yeah, let's, uh, let's roll here. We'll take a wide berth as we go around. We a fisherman's berth. 
Got one final question. Were we able to get like another tiny little blade, like a thumb knife for Gregor? Yes. Oh my god, you're so you're so good to him. Yes. Oh. Yes, you are. So just right before we go there, I'm like, hey little buddy. Real Ruins. quick, one last thing. Ruins? Ruins. Oh my god. I'm so proud of you. Number Ruins. one, you're gonna mutter in style. I kept the bow tie. <laughs> Number two, Please. look at this. I got you a little blade. We got tight on your little forearm here. That's right. You're gonna cut a look. fool. He looks over towards a ruby. Makes a little jack of a turn. Wee, 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 wee. So <laughs> make sure that it's pointed away from you, Gregor, and you should have no troubles. And he just he just starts poking the boat, which is inflatable. <laughs> 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 we just start drowning. <laughs> Worth it. The best way for a campaign to end, right? <laughs> just never make it to the island. A marmot to bow tie. To death. <laughs> Sinking you in the Atlantic Ocean, freezing to death. <laughs> oh, I'll take it. All right. All right. So we'll say you've docked on the north side of this island. You've disembarked. Uh, Gunderson has taken the boat away. He won't join you. Uh, you're making your way south towards the camp. And you, uh, you get over a ridge and you can just see the blue glowing lights emanating off the generator pardon me the arced lightning kind of like crackling off of the uh, reactors and there's just like spotlights everywhere just shining down on the camp it's completely lit up what do you do where do you want to go so we get you know as long as we're in range uh pavel will kind of crouch and like What's range? Let me ask that. It's long. It's it's long range. That's why I asked about the range of the machine guns. So it, it outrains their their preferred, but yes. like I don't know. So yeah. let's do you want to well, we're gonna have to stealth up Probably, here yeah. then. Um we'll do the group thing. Okay. So we'll take the number of successes. And then we'll do that against the German soldiers roll. So let's do um Coordination. Where always do coordination. I mean, coordination, stealth, and it. I guess it's rural stealth, the Arctic, and just get me all of your successes. Hmm. Two, three, three successes. Ooh. Yeah. This machine gun might be opening up on you. I'm just very busy, you know, getting the bow tie and the thumb knife on a little moment, friend. <laughs> Look at you. Ruins. Really. Okay. That could hurt. There's two of them, so they're both gonna roll against you. There's two in each each nest. One success. Two successes. You pass through the night undetected by the machine gunners to the north. That was so okay. scary. That was yeah. That, that was, was close. Also, tracers up. arcing your way. Yeah. Oh god. So I'll huddle everyone up. 
he'll tap into his weird talent. So even before he starts casting, his skin gets really flaky, starts dropping on the ground, stuff starts to pop as per usual. And he'll kind of make sure everyone's touching him, put his hand on the earth. Like, you know, all sorts of roots and vines will start expanding out from like his fingernails and kind of like reaching into the ground. And uh, I'm gonna, yeah. So I'm gonna give you a momentum, Matt, since it doesn't look like we have any, because I want an extra dime. Yes, yeah, yeah. So we haven't had the chance to get any really tonight. You guys have made rolls, but there were higher difficulties and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Successful, but there is a complication. Also, we would gain momentum from that too. Uh, Yeah, take your momentum. But yeah, it is a complication. Feels like a bad time to allow the complication uh, <laughs> yeah do you want to so, give me threats here let's go ahead and give you threats all right uh, instead oh. yeah yeah and this so, would, this would not be a good place for complication play right mm. so then i gotta roll let me roll my uh let me roll my cost because this is going to affect everyone because i use i tapped into my weird so everyone can come because i'm assuming i'm assuming aaron's with us too yeah yeah uh, so yeah uh, all right, so all of you would take two mental stress uh, from oh, how like terrible and horrible it looks. Uh, but then instantly we disappear into the earth and we pop up within like if there was a like if there was any sort of vision of the nest like pop up right in right inside uh, right on top of it or something like that. We'll say like maybe do. behind it or something. That works, yeah. Because they're yeah. we'll say like it's. They're laying down in there. There's like sandbags and like the the walls are built up with some like pieces of board. And they're laying down in there. One of them's like lighting a cigarette, you know, breaking. Mm-hmm. The other one's yelling at him to no light. And you guys just behind them. And we are there. Yeah, that's it. All right. No extra. I'm not going to do any extra cover or anything like that. So that's it. Henri will assassinate one. I was going to say, you can, you can do it. But you guys are also kind of standing in the open. In a very well lit area, but I'll let you act because there's you got the element of surprise right now. You just literally appeared out of nowhere, All right? So stab one. Stab yeah. One. Uh, you go first, so you can generate maybe generate some momentum, so I can do some okay shenanigans. If I have a truth of deadly commando, could that help in this situation? <laughs> What does that mean? Uh, sure. I don't know. I mean, I don't I'll know give you, how I'll that gi- truth would apply. I will give you a uh, extra damage die. Nice. Okay. I love it. I don't know. <laughs> Deadly commando. Okay. Let's do it. Oh, 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 oh. oh my god! You give me threats. Twenty. I'll give you threat. I've I've rolled so many twenties tonight. I am same. I had one. Four successes. So you've generated momentum. Yeah. Much needed momentum. All right. Plus one on the damage then. Yep. Give yourself an additional die. I'll do that. Ooh. Wow. Just, Ooh. It's a it, lot is, of still turns, it still turns into 10. 10 not bad. Mm-hmm. 10 is not bad. You've face knocked wolf troopers before. Ten is not bad. Um, ten is enough, actually. Remember, these guys aren't the toughest. Uh, so yeah, well, how do you how do you use this this new weapon to your it's, advantage? It's one of those things. Like I w- I had the sword out ready to go as soon as we teleport. 
I'm just looking for the back of somebody's neck. I just shove it in. Just... But so it's the... kind of curved. Like a kukri is kind of curved in a funny way. I was yep. expecting more of a stab. But it kind of like goes up around the skull. And I kind of have to like press down and press through the skull into the floor a little bit. And just hold them down. Sure. And it just kind of muscle it in. The other turrets, he's like, ah, oh, my God. It's who, a little bit who gross. Is this? Who, is, who are honest. you? Where'd you come from, Hans? Henri is throwing the baguette. <laughs> of course you are. Hey, he gets a bonus one, damage one, from throwing it. One shouted. Talking is free. Talking is a free action. Okay. So I get four dice. I heard him say nine. <laughs> oh, oh, right. That means he's bad. That's right. Ooh. Okay, so that puts us uh Lots of crit successes and crit fails tonight. I know. All right, it's so really I'm going to use two for assassination and then one more. And then I'll do my damage. You don't need to roll much to kill these guys. Ooh. Yeah. He's super dead. He is dead also with your thumb knife through his throat. And then with my extra, I spent an extra momentum, so I have a new talent, Hit and Run. So you know the first place the enemy will look when you attack coming out of stealth. After you make a successful attack against an unaware target, you may spend one momentum to move within close range. So I will move behind the generator, like I'm hiding yeah, again yeah. after he's attacked. Like he's going to... Do you get to... Is, are you automatically stealthed with that talent? It doesn't say I am, but I'm. It says on an unaware target, so I'm still like, no one knows of his presence yet. I guess I don't know. Okay, it doesn't Got specifically say I'm. Gotcha. Um, hmm. It's very well lit though. It's, it's going to be kind of hard to not be seen, but we'll say you run behind the generator. Uh, so there was yelling, there's shouting. All of a sudden, you can hear intruders, intruders, and it's just like, uh, wolf soldiers start like just flooding out of the tents. You can see the guys in the machine gun nest. They're like picking up their guns, trying to like turn them, like get them out and like reposition them towards you. Uh, you can see a blue robed runk, uh, blue robed <laughs> monk emerge from one of the tents. You see uh got hold Fuchs emerge out of one of the tents. Our old friend from the beginning of the campaign. Uh, you can see, uh, who appears to be a ranking officer for the Noct Wolf also run out of one of the tents. You're looking at about 20 Noct Wolf soldiers right now in total, turning Closely and looking grouped at... together, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, these are these are multiple range bands here because the size of the camp, right? What I said is about 100 meters across, 75 meters high. So you'll you'll be able to get some. <laughs> I know what you're asking. Ooh. Would you say the range meter from one machine gun to another is about medium? No. No, no. Okay. It would be long from one machine to another. If that's the case, he grabs anybody who wants, who's close. If Henri wants to do his own thing, he gets that. So uh, he'll grab everybody else and he'll bamf everyone over to uh, looking at the map. There's all the tents or the east. Do we want to just go over by the tents to the east? Yeah, they're so all going to just... come running to the screen. So you mm-hmm. go somewhere oh. else. So I was going to bamf us to the eastern uh, machine gun nest. Sure. Yes. Uh, one yes. thing to take note of when you did kill a few soldiers, 
the blood spilled almost turned to a mist raised up in the air and then just floated or shot over towards the coils and it was like absorbed by the coils and all of a sudden <laughs> these green arcs of light started shooting off of them that's fine but i'm still going to, to go yeah that's fine i'm just letting yeah, you know the blood anything. seemed to have been uh, attracted and absorbed into the coils yeah uh all right so i'm gonna do it again um i'm not it's up to Henri if he's coming so it's basically this i'm casting the same thing again Henri, yeah, you're I going mean, or are you standing to... amongst the generators i wouldn't be close to them after moving so with the bye bye i i mean we've worked Henri, he's he's a stealthy guy. He does his own thing, so he'll he'll teleport. Then Jonathan, Ruby, uh, and uh, oh my god, I'm blanking on Aaron's character. Wolf. Uh, three Ulrich successes. Wolf. So that's good enough. That'll give me another one. And so yeah, we are just instantly there. Uh, so this time around i won't tap into my my weird since Henri's not coming so i don't need the extra power uh so you guys are fine uh and yeah and so we're there we're right you went to the one to the east right near yeah, the tents you said one. all of a sudden yeah, yeah just poof, and there's just like panic soldiers are streaming out of the tents next to you you kind of they look all of a sudden as you're there general disarray and panic all right uh technically we should be in combat right now so do you want that I'm to be? Spend, I'm going to spend two momentum, by the way, to mm -hmm. create cover for us because it's a rider on the spell. I can. That's an optional. That's an optional oh, nice. uh, cover. Sure. Yeah. So we'll say so like maybe just... like all of a sudden you just create like like uh, a snowbank in front of you that you guys can use as cover, kind of yeah. just like that works. Comes out of the the ground and builds up or mm -hmm. around you. Like would it be like a semicircle kind of thing? Yeah. So the mechanic of it is that. I, I go ahead and I spend the momentum on that particular spell. And so when we arrive, like we mm -hmm. would have, like I've been playing as like roots or something like that. So yeah. but I think it makes sense that it's, you know, ice or snow or whatever. So we have two, plus two cover until the start of my next turn. Plus nice. two cover. All right. Do you guys want to spend a momentum to keep the ball in your corks? We'll say that like that was a turn. Uh, Cause technically we were in combat that when you killed them and they were all aware of your presence. We don't have any momentum. You have one, don't you? You should have one. We should have one. Yeah, yeah. I know. And they said he said we had spent two. So oh yeah. All we right. We had three. We had three, but I spent two. Yeah, yeah. It is yeah. my turn. Okay. You. I'll just have a couple soldiers. What will I do? I'm gonna have the guy in the machine gun nests behind you. Uh, I'm gonna have them turn the gun around one of them will pick it up and turn around and one of them will fire towards you mm -hmm. they are mm -hmm. far outside their their range they're they, i'd consider them short range so they're going to take some minuses here uh they're going to try to hit let's see let's do this in order d4 Pavel's one, Ruby's two, Jonathan's three, Wolf is four. Pavel. They're going to try and shoot you. Ooh. Uh, no. 
because they need multiple successes to hit you. They're not at optimal range. Uh, so things. they're confused. They turn around all of a sudden. The machine gun just like bursts in the fire. You can see the muzzle flash go off. Trace around going over you. They're hitting the snowbank uh, that you formed around you, but they're unsuccessful in uh, in hitting you. Uh, so we'll toss it back to you guys. So we've we've hopped back into um, a nest with two. You're near a nest, right? Like you're beside the northeast one. Is that correct, Jeff? The, yeah, the east one. So, like, basically the same thing we did for the north one is what I wanted mm-hmm. to do for the so, eastern one. So we're, like, right in on them. Uh, so, like you said, yeah. like, in close or near or whatever the term they use. Yep. So, okay. Yep. Okay, cool. So um, I feel like Ruby would take her pistol and shoot close. Yeah. Shoot close. All right, do it. Nice. Get him. What's the optimal range on your pistol? Close. Oh, wow. So just roll it. All you need is one success. Yes. Take a momentum and roll me your damage, please. Yeah, my damage. What is my damage? Fuck all. There we go. Hey. Six. Seven. And vicious? What? Yeah. Seven. What? <laughs> With Shoot your face. Pew. You got the potato wrapped around the end of it, your silent pistol. <laughs> hey, that's honorees. That's a little oh. All right, so you shoot point blank into this knocked wolf. Do you want the one who was on the gun or the guy beside him? Uh, the guy that was on the gun. Okay, you sure. just point your gun, like, basically right to him and shoot. Doesn't make a noise, and he just slumps down on top of the MG. <laughs> yeah. Did it hurt to shoot one of your own, Ruby? You <laughs> <laughs> okay. must have... Not been one she liked. <laughs> no, Jonathan said that these guys were bad. So right, I, I heard them say nine, nine when we showed up. We They're just on don't the know. List. It was a blank that she shot at him. He's actually just faking. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, no, nothing. You're over by the generator. Come All on, right. Steve, act it up. Back to Ruby's me, or uh, you guys? She'll who's... kill one of her own to maintain her cover. Who's left? So Technically, have all of you acted? Yeah, we count our surprise attacks. Yeah, true. If you count the surprise attacks, we all went. Okay. All right. So you're going to see soldiers kind of like using the tents for cover, shooting in your direction. You're going to also see Fuchs and the monk and one of the uh, German high-ranking soldiers run over to the coils. And the the soldier kind of like wraps himself in the coils, like plugs them into a device on his back and starts chanting. And he is wearing your mask. That motherfucker. He's wearing your mask, Henri, and he starts chanting in a language you do not understand. And again, as soon as the blood is spilled from that soldier in the trench, goes turns the mist and shoots towards the coils and they, they start crackling. As this guy hooks up these coils or the others help him hook up the coils and he starts chanting, you can see uh, that he starts chanting and there's this this scent there's a circular swirling ribbon of like a rainbow fire that like coalesces behind him and starts spinning and almost like rapidly increasing in size i don't know what that meant but okay (laughs) 
No, he's doing something. He's doing something with I'm the about coils. To go. Fuck that guy up. Fuck that guy. Uh mm-hmm. you guys mm-hmm. have plus two cover. Is it even worth me trying to shoot you? No. Let's just go. <laughs> I'll let you guys go until we get some more momentum and then I can go try and okay. deal with Bobble rainbow mask last. guy. What's yeah, the Bobble range last to keep the cover up as long as possible? Uh, from our machine gun nest to the coils. Pardon me? Sorry. So what did you the ask? machine gun nest we just bamfed to? Yeah. What's the range from it to the coils? Uh, let me just quickly measure that. I'm using my finger and that guide at the bottom to basically... <laughs> I gotcha. I'm doing it the old-fashioned way. It's like 50 meters. We'll say it's long range. All right. Parkour, really, did you say? No. I hate using guns, <laughs> but this is a really big, awesome gun. I feel like shooting the coils. Yeah. I feel like just, I don't want to let you play with your cool toys. The hell with you. Isn't there another dude there, though? In the machine gun nest? There is oh, another Ruby's one right beside him. you. Yeah. yeah there's... Ruby's got him. <laughs> if he tries the gun from him. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she shot the gunner, and I just grabbed the gun from the dead uh, gunner and shoot the coils. Sure. I mean, we're seeing this crazy rainbow fire. So it at, seems like stop that. As you're looking at it, it's expanding into almost like an arch, and you swear you can see like sunlight or daylight coming through on the other end, and it looks you're squinting as it's growing bigger. It almost appears to be a city. As you're looking at this swirling thing as it's getting wider and wider. It's opening up. You see a city, mm, not like unlike, unlike the architecture you saw when you're underground killing that blind lion flying creature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. That's really pretty. And <laughs> if somebody else was doing it, I might say it was good. But in this case, I'm going to assume it's bad and shoot his fancy toy that's powering him doing this nonsense. Yeah, go ahead. Take a shot. Long range. Uh, let's see, fighting, and then with guns, it's coordination, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. Uh, should I take? Uh, no, I should save some momentum. Okay, oh, that's it. that's a hit, right? Because what's the optimal range on your gun? Medium. Yeah, yeah, that's a hit. Said. That's good. Okay, it's a hit. I don't know how much damage this gun does. Yeah, it was a <laughs> eighteen lot. dice. What gun are you using? They're the guns that you were telling us to be scared of because they're so big and nasty. The MG? Yeah. I'm oh! using their big mess. That's that's oh. the whole point. Take their big gotcha. You're weapon, turning the MG turning on, it it. on the coil. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um let me bring up my the character sheet. I'll tell you how much damage it does. Where's my Noctwolf? Noctwolf Trooper. It uh MG131 does uh seven base damage and it is reliable. Okay. Um, I'll just roll my Springfield, but add the extra dice just to make it easy. Wow. Do you want to spend a fortune? I think I do. (laughs) That really stinks. I will. I'll do it. A fortune. Ooh. I like that a lot better. All right, so you take this machine and you kind of pick it up Rambo style, maybe hold it at your hip and just <laughs> shoot it. 
and as you no do so, anything, right? you can hear people shouting. All of a sudden, the bullets are tracing towards the coils. You hit one, and massive green sparks start arcing off. It hits the guy who's chanting, wearing the mask, and uh, he falls to the ground. Explosions start going off from the coils, and this gate gets wider and wider, and all of a sudden, with the explosions, starts sucking all of you in towards it. You, the Germans, everybody into this portal. I've made a huge mistake. Oh, shit. So <laughs> this thing just like, just the tents, everything, everything's being lifted <laughs> off the ground and all of you are sucked through oh, no. whatever it was they were opening. <laughs> <laughs> to this other... Does it like seem like it was closing and we were getting sucked into it? No, or... <laughs> he was making it wider. Oh, no, wonderful. You find yourselves in the middle of a city oh. street, surrounded by fleeing, <laughs> screaming people uh, <laughs> in every direction. He's like, there's, <laughs> there's, there's there's Nazis. <laughs> There are also people dressed in like togas, almost looks uh... like kind of like Greek attire. Oh. I killed their god. <laughs> uh, you can see, like, German, someone in a German uniform uh, and a blue robe disappearing around a corner in this chaos as people are running and screaming and trampling in every direction. And I guess we'll leave off there as the portal leading back home closes behind you. Oh, Mistakes god. were made. <laughs> that mask guy is not getting away, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. all right we're in atlantis that was fast uh, that was fast indeed oh it uh, took a year oh <laughs> yeah yep uh, all right let's do the round tables jeff what's going on in the lollygaggers uh yeah man tomorrow night uh aaron is going to be running some conan uh, 2d20 uh, over on the Lollygaggers. And uh, Saturday, back to One Ring, second edition from Free League. Uh, Monday, uh, Jeremy and I are going to be playing in Holler. Uh, it's a special little event as one of the uh, creators of Holler. Uh, Tracy Sizemore is going to be uh, guest GMing for us for a couple of sessions. Uh, so come check that out, Savage Worlds. Uh, and uh, and then on Tuesday, uh, Stephen uh, is going to be running some Forbidden Lands for us uh, as we've been we've been running a campaign for the past couple of months in that as well. Very cool. That's what we got. Uh, Megan, what's happening? Talk to me. What's happening gaming wise? Easter's happening. Matt. Easter's happening. Gaming is canceled this week. Boo! <laughs> the Easter Bunny's here. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy, tell me about this Patreon. Yeah, Aaron Reese on Patreon. You've got comics, maps, tokens, other fun assets. Check it out. It's fun. And Evan, you got anything going on? No. No. All right. Thanks, <laughs> everybody, for joining us for another week of Back to Cthulhu. The end is near, is nigh, as we are now in Atlantis. This is definitely the home stretch. Um, so, announced we were going to play Conan after this. Aaron is going to run us some Conan. Some stuff has come up, so that is still going to happen, just not right away. So when this wraps up, we're going to jump over to some Star Wars. We're going to do some Fantasy Flight Star Wars after Actoon yes. Cthulhu before getting into Conan. So look forward to that as we get near the, <laughs> the end of this. We're going to be kicking off some Star Wars. So I'm excited. I think these guys are excited. We'll do a, a complete change of pace from what we've been playing for the last nine months.
and go to space. But uh, have a great week, everybody. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week, Thursday.